Welcome back to Spare No Arrows. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence from a Christian perspective. I'm going to be discussing AI and what it is capable of and where it is headed, as well as some of the spooky things and dangerous things about AI that's been happening recently, and how, using biblical principles, we ought to be learning about AI and using it. No matter who you are, I believe you can benefit from learning about AI. So let's get into it. There's a lot of good and a lot of bad about artificial intelligence. I think it's a tool, and like any tool, it can be used for good or it can be used for evil. And we see it being used in both ways. I don't take the position that uh, artificial intelligence is going to take over the world. Uh, We have to remember that it is artificial intelligence. It's not actual intelligence. And it can only do what it is programmed to do. And it is programmed by people. And so just like anything else that people create, like I said, it can be used for good or evil. And so first, I kind of want to talk about some of... uh, maybe people's fears, people's apprehensions about AI, and uh, also some of the good news. And so some of the, uh, like probably the, the very first thing that people think of when they think about AI and the dangers of it is how AI is going to take jobs. Uh, and I think in many cases that's true. Yeah, AI is absolutely going to take people's jobs. Uh, but AI has... Uh, And I think forever it will have relatively limited capabilities. It will definitely have limited capabilities compared to what humans can do. And so artificial intelligence isn't going to be able to do everything a human can do, but it's going to be able to do some things that humans can do. Just like a lot of the machines and a lot of the, the automations that we've come up with in jobs already. And so I would ask you to ask yourself, is a lot of the technological advances that we've come up with already uh, good things? Are the jobs that those technologies have replaced, uh, or is it good that the technological advances that we've come up with have replaced jobs? We also have to think that the more technological advances that we come up with, more jobs are actually created. And like not well, maybe not now in America, but you know, were things to be good if we were to have a reasonable president and if the people in America were to be reasonable people and not think that men are women and so on, uh, we would be in a pretty good spot and we would have more jobs available than ever. Like if we just look back a few years during the, the previous presidency, I think employment and the number of jobs that existed was at an all time high in the entire nation's history. So it's not like uh, we're going to get poorer and poorer and things are going to get worse and worse the more technological advances we have. Because if we just look around us, hopefully we recognize we live a lot better than we would have lived 100 years ago. And so technological advances are a good thing in general. But again, like I said, they, you know, bad things can come out of them. Some bad things. Every tool can be used for good and every tool can be used for evil. Uh, But I think, you know, tools are neutral things in and of themselves. And, you know, in fact, you know, I might even say that they're good things uh, 
inherently because it's it's good to not neutral but good because it's good to you know be able to be more productive it's good to be able to produce more it's good to be able to bear more fruit uh but yeah, let's talk about some of the negatives ai is definitely taking jobs um one, one here's an, a very fascinating interesting example well is it taking jobs? It, it is definitely taking jobs in some cases. Here's here's an example of uh, jobs that are being taken that I definitely have heard about in uh, in in the writing world. Simple articles or simple say like screenplays in movies actually uh, can be written with artificial intelligence now. Now the writing quality that artificial intelligence is capable of now is very poor. And if you're kind of trained to spot artificial intelligence, uh, you can tell exactly what is written with AI and what isn't written with AI. And I'm actually going to talk to you later about how you can be able to spot these things, how you can be able to see what AI produces and what it and what's um, what's produced by a human. Uh, but so a lot of really low level writing is uh, is AI now and. I also recognize that, and so should you, that there are a lot of unnecessary jobs in America. There are a lot of, um, I forgot where this came from, but I read some book that called them BS jobs, where, you know, like jobs are created and people hate their jobs and they 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 do nothing, essentially. They, they do things that another person could do easily or, or it's a job that is like created just for the sake of being created, you know, because of bureaucracy. And so those, those jobs are bad. And I think a lot of those jobs are the kinds of jobs that are being replaced. Now, here's an interesting example of a job that is being replaced uh, that I think is another good thing. So my wife and I went to McDonald's recently and just probably over the past few months, McDonald's, at least the ones near our house, and it's all of them, have installed a, uh, you know, the box you pull up to in the drive-thru. I don't know what what they do inside, if they incorporate this at all on the inside. But when you pull up to the drive-thru, uh, a, an artificial intelligence voice will talk to you, a robot and, you know, it sounds very much like if you talk to Siri or Amazon or Alexa or Google or whatever, um, it sounds very similar. So you can tell it's it's a not a human, but the accuracy that it got my order was astonishing to me. Uh, I, you know, I was so amazed <laughs> whenever I first had this voice talking to me, I was like, what can this thing do? And so I ordered something and then I said, like, uh, actually, can you remove that cheeseburger or whatever? And it did. And I also ordered a half sweet, half unsweet tea at McDonald's and it put it on the list like it. It knew what I was asking for. It doesn't only have simple uh, items. You know, it's it's not like it's looking for very specific words, but it, it actually can um, interpret to some level in the way that it was programmed to do the things you were saying, which, you know, was amazing to me. And then I thought, you know, there are a lot of people's jobs that's literally just to take orders at McDonald's, um, which, you know, is weird to think about. But also McDonald's and every other place right now 
has a horrible time hiring people, right? Like everybody is looking for employees and people don't want to work for various reasons, either because unemployment from the government pays more or because they are, you know, somehow mooching off of somebody else in their life for money. You know, to survive, you have to either be making money yourself or you have to be a a leech on someone else. And so that's probably what these people are doing who could be or should be working at McDonald's, but they're not. And so those jobs that aren't even filled are being replaced. And so I think uh, at least that like that thing at McDonald's probably wouldn't exist if there were enough employees. It's not like McDonald's is looking to fire people. McDonald's is looking to hire people and a lot of other companies too. And I think artificial intelligence is advancing in the way that it is right now, in the time that it's advancing so much in these ways, uh, because there's actually a void that needs to be filled. And so it's not like AI is, you know, shoving people out of jobs in a lot of cases, um, but definitely in some cases it is shoving people out of jobs. And again, I think that the jobs that people actually are being shoved out of probably shouldn't exist anyway. <laughs> so it's a good thing they're, they're, they will go on to do more uh, productive and edifying work, hopefully. But it's a good thing. Like, it, you know, it, it it allows businesses to produce more. It allows people to produce more. It allows uh, them to do it for cheaper. It's great. And so, you know, things like this could potentially drive costs down. Uh, so people have to hire fewer employees and those employees can go off and work uh, at different businesses where they can do more fulfilling work uh, for more pay. And therefore, the product price could potentially go down. Um, so this will, I think it's an overall net positive. So like the, the low-level writing jobs, things like the McDonald's jobs, like very basic stuff that's being taken over. It's a good thing. I think it's great. Um, but there's another thing to consider. With the advance of AI, one thing that AI can do, uh, you, you've probably heard of things like MidJourney, which is an image generator. And you've probably heard of Chat GPT, and there are various image generators, and there are various things like Chat GPT, which is essentially just like a chat bot that has access to the internet, um, and it can answer questions, and you can have conversations with it, whatever. But uh, there are there are also AI tools out there that can imitate voices, and AI tools that can create video, and something that we've seen recently ramping up. Um, in like across the nation is artificial intelligence scams. And one of the scams that happens, which kind of blows me away that this happens, but I could see how it could be pretty convincing to people, is there's a scam and I encourage you to look up videos uh, or audio of these kinds of scams. But you, you might get a call one day on the phone And on the other side of the phone, you might hear the voice of a loved one. And your loved one might say, "Uh, hey, I messed up. I I was kidnapped and I can't stay on the phone for long. Uh, I love you. They're making me get off now. Then, so, and it's their voice. It's your loved one's voice in artificial intelligence. It's not really them. And someone else gets on the phone and starts screaming and demanding like a million dollars from you and you're freaking out and 
and you know they're like don't call anybody don't get off the phone or they're dead you know whatever and then they <clears throat> so graciously lower the amount of money to like $10,000 or or whatever it is so they get you to pay them so that you will release your loved one from being kidnapped that would be scary you know people have actually fell for this already i think if uh you know if you encounter something like this you you know what do you do well first if you know it's that this is a scam then you won't fall for it but you know you, you could grab another phone or you could uh like hang up on them anyway and try to call them back and yeah you know it's like a very weird situation where somebody calls you and is like hey pay me ten thousand dollars like right now uh or we're gonna kill your loved one it's anyway you could work out that that situation on your own uh without paying the person but people who are liable to fall for scams um you know might fall for this and might end up paying and we see other kinds of scams like scams where there are pop-ups on the internet where you go to um you know like you type in the wrong web address or something uh or you click some ad that or or some some ad like is on the side of the screen that says, hey, your computer has a virus on it. You know, like those, they're super common. They were probably way more common in the past. But anyway, you you click on this because it, maybe it looks like a pop-up that your computer would do and, and say like, hey, your computer has a virus. And then you click on it and then it like takes you to a screen or something else pops up and it kind of locks you into something. And it's like, hey, you need to uh, like click on this and, and it like installs a virus on your computer. And, and a lot of bad stuff can happen. But you know, a lot of us now, we know better because that's kind of old technology. Those scams have been around for a while uh, because we have knowledge about these things. And I think to avoid new scams, we need to continue having knowledge about these things because AI is this new tool and this tool is going to be used for scamming people for good things, but also for evil things, including scamming people. We need to have knowledge about what AI can do, and even how to detect AI. Because if you look at these videos of these scams where people claim to be kidnapped, it doesn't sound quite natural, uh, your loved one's voice, if it were to pop up on the phone. A lot of AI voice generators are really good, but you have to give it a lot of data. So like, hypothetically, you know, if I wanted to put in the effort, I could do an entire podcast in artificial intelligence. I could create a... Um, you know, it would be tough and a lot of people would be able to see through it, I bet. But, and by the way, this is an AI, this is real. <laughs> but I could feed it, feed a program enough of my voice and have ChatGPT write up a script for me. And I could plug, you know, my, I, I could have something analyze my body and it could create a model of me and it could create um, a voice and it, and it could read a script that's all AI generated and a whole episode could be artificial intelligence. And I think as technology improves, this might actually be what we see. We might be being entertained by animations. There was a really funny um, stream that was happening on Twitch called, what was it? Nothing Forever, I believe, where somebody made a, uh, a perpetual Seinfeld episode, essentially. And the the gestures, the models, it was all AI. It was like like very early 
bad looking computer graphics. Uh, it, it didn't actually use, you know, the, the features of George and Jerry and Elaine and Kramer, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was funny. It's like the whole script was generated with AI. Uh, the voices were generated with AI. It was, it was great. You know, it was really funny. But watching it for too long, at least for me, made me feel like I was going insane because none of it made any sense whatsoever. <laughs> you know, there there was like a seconds of lucidity here and there, but otherwise it was like absolute nonsense. It didn't make any sense. But as te- technology improves, we'll see things like this uh, getting better and better. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, here's something to think about. I, I was thinking about, you know, the the massive technological jumps that we've been seeing or so-called massive technological jumps. And, you know, people think like this AI is this huge leap. But if you think about it, all artificial intelligence is, and, you know, maybe you don't know this, but all artificial intelligence is, is a program. It's like an algorithm. It's the same kind of thing that YouTube or Google or Facebook or any kind of um, halfway advanced search engine of any kind uses to recommend data to you. Um, so as you search for things, you know, Google is going to show you the things that it thinks the right answer is for you. And all things like ChatGPT is is essentially just that, but with a um, with like a, a language model built over top of it, so it can talk to you and it can give you those search results and it can kind of combine what it thinks the most likely answer is from so many search results uh, into the answer for you. And so, like the distance between the technology of search engines. And artificial intelligence is very small, I think. Like, this isn't a very big leap at all. We've just figured out a way of of doing something, and then a lot of other people are coming out with competition for it, like, all at the same time. So it's not like we're, we're leaping in our te- technological ability. It's just that a lot of this stuff is coming out all at once. Think about this. The difference between say a rotary phone which a lot if you're my age you probably use those when you were young <laughs> the the difference in uh up like technological ability the difference in life changingness between like a rotary phone and a smartphone is huge it's massive and the distance between like what we can already do with our smartphones uh let's say a year ago and what we can do now with ChatGPT is teeny tiny. So like we've seen far greater technological advances than this in the past. So I think with that in mind, there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, this is just business as usual for technology. This is business as usual for the world. Um, so here's what I think we should do. Because we need to be protecting ourselves because we need to be protecting our families, uh, because we want to you be, be uh, grateful for the things that God gives us, and because we want to um, be able to be productive, I think we ought to be learning about AI, no matter who you are. Like, even if, even if you're not actually going to use it for your work in any way, if you work at a place where you can't use artificial intelligence or you don't have any hobbies, where you have any reason to generate images or animations or 
ideas using ChatGPT, that's fine. I still think you can benefit from learning about it just because this is this is kind of uh, a new piece of technology that is sweeping the world right now. And like if you were to learn how artificial intelligence works and if you spend a little bit of time watching videos or, or you know, whatever, um, you would understand how to, you know, not fall for scams. Or you could even understand how to interact with that McDonald's voice bot better. Because I, I could imagine people going to the the McDonald's thing and uh, getting really frustrated because it's a robot. You know, like when you talk to Siri and you ask it to do something on your phone and, and it doesn't do it quite right and you get kind of frustrated and it just, you know, makes it work less well. I think perhaps, you know, it's always worked for me, but I, I imagine some people might get frustrated with the McDonald's thing. And so if more of this starts happening in the future, if you just familiarize yourself with artificial intelligence and how to interact with it, especially these voice models, uh, you can't quite have conversations with them exactly like how you could a, a human. And so you need to learn how to speak to these things. You need to learn how to speak to Siri to get the answers that you want. If you're using ChatGPT, you need to learn to ask the right prompts so that you get the information that you need. I have been using artificial intelligence for my work, and it's been great. I, I've been using ChatGPT to generate ideas. I've used MidJourney to generate images, and it's been awesome. Now, another thing to note about AI, especially when you're using ChatGPT, is uh it doesn't, it doesn't just do things for you. There needs to be, one, human input, but also you need to be able to review the thing. You can't just have ChatGPT do something for you that you have no idea about because it could be wrong. It's, it, it's not a 100% chance of being right about the questions you ask it. And so if you don't know exactly how to ask it the right questions or you don't have knowledge in the thing that you're asking it about, then, um, you know, it, it won't work for you. And so I've used ChatGPT to generate um, ideas or paragraphs for, say, websites that I've built. And I edit them. I always edit them 100%. But it is awesome at giving me kind of a starting point or generating some ideas or giving me keywords for things like search engine optimization or giving me ideas for headlines for ads or section in a web sections in a website. It's awesome. Like it, it's, it's a huge time saver in a lot of ways, but also there are other tools that you could be using. There are, uh, internet browser plugins. I heard of one. I, I haven't used this, but it kind of sounds useful. Uh, if you send emails, there is a plugin that you can get on, I think on Google Chrome where, um, it can auto respond to your emails. Like you can press a button to say like yes, no, or you could type in the kind of response you want it to give and it will use context from the chain of emails to give some kind of appropriate response. Now, again, you need to review the response and make sure it makes sense, but you know, it, it might save you time with writing emails and there are all kinds of other tools like this, um, that are really helping people. Like, let's say you want to, um, make some kind of ad, you know, my, my, uh, work is in websites and social media and ads. 
But like, let's say you want to make an ad and you don't want to use your own voice uh, or you want like you want to have a woman's voice, but you don't want to hire a, a woman voice actor. Like you don't know anybody that would have a good voice for an ad. You can have a voice model read the ad for you and be like, hey, click on this ad, whatever, and put it into a video and have the whole thing be artificial intelligence generated. It is, I think, a wonderful tool. And as Christians, I think you know, we, we should be wise with the tools that we're given and we, we shouldn't just, uh, you know, because we ought to be grateful for the things that God give us, gives us, we shouldn't just, we, we shouldn't be so quick to, uh, throw away potential good things because those, they could be good things. And if we throw them away, then we're missing out on an opportunity to, uh, you know, to be able to do better Right. So that's all I got. If anybody has any questions for me about this, uh, I would love to answer more about AI. I took, you know, way back in school, uh, in college, I took an artificial intelligence uh, class where I learned about AI many, many years ago and neural networking. You know, I've kind of been keeping up with AI, at least on the periphery for many years. And now I use it as a tool. I've never been involved with programming AI, uh, but you know, for many years, people in the programming field, which is what I got my education in, were saying like, if you want to make money, you got to get into AI programming. Now, I never did that, but like, yeah, that's that's the big thing right now. That's where um, a lot of these programming technological advances are happening: uh, artificial intelligence, neural networking. It's pretty cool. I think it's cool, and I think you should think it's cool too. Catch you next time.